0: In to be saved, there is only one way, and that is one man, like Ezekiel, to step out in the midst of that valley and preach the only message God has promised
1: to bless, and that is the gospel of Jesus Christ. Hello, hello, everybody. My name is Neil Grouden. Um, this is Hunter Zimmerman right here to my side. Uh, the date is January twenty eighth, 2021. Welcome to Lifeguards, a podcast on biblically applied theology. We are here to make disciples and nothing less.
0: We uh, do a ministry here at on GCU. This is the college that we go to. We do a ministry on campus to bring about a gospel as opposed to a gospel that has permeated the American culture. Really, uh, we just want to bring an unfiltered gospel that just comes from the Bible that doesn't uh, have anything to do with like a prosperity gospel. It's not lukewarm, it's just what it comes from the bible not influenced by culture we talk about a unique saving faith that you have and the personal relationship that you have with god that not about going to church it's not about what family or what religion your family was uh religion is very personal and your relationship with christ is very personal and it should come from the bible and not from any other understanding um basically as so like i said we're going to Grand Canyon University. I am getting a major in Justice Studies, a minor in Biblical Studies. I intend, after graduating and getting my bachelor's, on going to law school in Tucson,
1: and then becoming a lawyer. And I'm in a Christian ministry. I'm in the new Barnabas program that GCU has uh, graciously given to us. Um, it's a program that's um, designed to make pastors and to help them get a Master's of Divinity within five years. And um, it's, it's a very, very, very amazing program. I'm very blessed to be a part of it. Um, so we just wanted to share with you guys as an introduction to what we're going to be doing, uh, why we wanted to make a podcast. Uh, well, first and foremost, we are Christians. We are Christians before we are anything else. We are Christians before we are students. We are Christians before we are citizens of America. Um, we attend Apologia Church in mesa arizona that is a-p-o-l-o-g-i-a church in mesa arizona Um, it is considered a reformed baptist christian church it is a strong belief of ours um you guys it is a very strong belief of ours that the progressive worldly evangelicalism of america today is breeding lukewarm christians and uh, we we really do. We want to fight that, and that's the point of this podcast. We want to fight lukewarm Christianity. We want to fight it um, because Jesus does not deal with it very lightly. And um, I know you all know about John three sixteen, friends. But if you don't know about Revelation three sixteen, I suggest you go and um, look it up. Um, we want to fight lukewarm Christianity. Um, both on Grand Canyon University's campus and uh, in the world, because it is very dangerous. And um, we want to do that with complete submission to God's word and to God's word alone. We want to do that with humility. and We want to do that um, out of love for our brothers and sisters. You guys, we we do all these things because we care so deeply about every single person listening to this right now. We care about it so much. We care about you so much. We care about the students here, we care about the people, uh, the world, um, and we know that there is no other name given from heaven by which people must be saved but the name of Jesus Christ. And for that reason, we want to share that and we want to combat lukewarm Christianity with the truth, the truth of the gospel. And um, so we're going to get into that right now and we're just going to explain to you guys really quickly what we believe the gospel is. Um, We like to do that in a, a good news, bad news, good news format. Um, and uh, Hunter is going to go ahead and start off with that. Right. So beginning of the gospel, we'll just begin
0: with creation. Uh, who God is. God was there from the very beginning. Uh, God says, I am the I am the uh, beginning and the end. Jesus says, I am the alpha and omega, which is the first and last letter of the Greek alphabet. He is always existed. He is outside of time. He is God. I mean, he is Without God, nothing could be created. He is the ultimate cre. He is the ultimate creator of all creation. He is the potter; we are the clay. God is perfect. Uh, we believe in the three all-powerfulness, like the all-powerful, all-knowing, and uh, everywhere, like every omnipresent, like uh, all everywhere. He is holy, which means that he is set apart. There is nothing or no one like God. There is no thing on this earth or on this universe that compares to what God is in his perfection. He is sovereign over all. He, uh, this is what people mean when they say God has a plan or God works in mysterious ways. This is God's sovereignty. He is powerful over all. He created the world. And in that very instance, he knew that he was going to send his son to die on the cross. Genesis three, he already talks about Gen- He already talks about Jesus. God is has his, his perfect plan, and we believe in His all knowledge and all all powerfulness. So He is perfect in that way. His plan is perfect. His ways are perfect. His way of saving people is perfect. Whom He saves is perfect. Whom is not is perfect. God God's plans works to brings glory to Him. The only creation. The only entity of this universe that deserves all glory. So that's who God is. God is the creator of everything. And then God created humans, as you know, in Genesis, God created, uh, heavens and the earth and he says they were good, made them, uh, they were form and without, they were form void and, uh, yeah, without shape or without form. And he gave structure to them. So hum- he created a uh, man and woman. He created them in God's image. This is the backbone of a lot of Christian ideas and Christian theology that human beings are created in the image of God. Uh, The biblical worldview, the Christian worldview, is the only worldview that can actually realistically fight against racism and fight against
1: any sort of sexism. Now, Now, why is that, though, Hunter? Why is that? That only the Christian worldview, only the Christian worldview can combat those things
0: only the Christian worldview because God, because we affirm that God exists and it's the God of the Bible. God says that you are made in the image of God. So life has a consistent value. It is given to us from God. We did not create it. Uh, What man creates, what, what man joins, what God joins together, let not man separate. That's in the context of marriage, but still it applies that got what God creates we do not have permission over Genesis nine, six says you shall not spill another man's blood for I, God will permit you to spill that man's blood. If he kills another human being.
1: No, no, that's, that's amazing though. Guys, I want you to understand this, that in every other worldview, every other worldview on this earth cannot give a consistent value to life. We're going to get into a lot of that stuff later, but, um, uh, that's, really an important aspect of christianity that no other religion can offer atheism suggests that we are all just a bag of cells bumping around in the cosmos so why can't i hurt you then why is it wrong to murder there's just questions like that we're going to get into in this podcast in them Uh, thank you for that hunter the next part um, is that man messed it up you guys man messed up bad god created us to glorify himself and we fell short of his glory. Romans 3.23 says, For all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. That is the truth. We have all sinned against God. And um, in doing so, you guys, when we, when we sinned, when, when Eve ate of the fruit that God said not to do, and then Adam, we separated ourselves from God. Imagine two parallel lines running right next to each other for eternity one is god and one is man once we sinned against god we broke that relationship between us and we were running two parallel lines forever forever and when we sinned against him that is when we brought disease death sadness anxiety all of those things came from sin i'm sure you might have heard before that man has a quote unquote God sized hole within them. Why is that? Because we relied on God. And when we turned to something else, it didn't fulfill us like we thought it would. We'll get into that a, a lot in this podcast. Um, and the, the, I think a, a major part, um, a major part of the gospel that it is a firm belief of ours that America glazes over this so, so often is the the doctrine of hell you guys i know you've heard of it i know that you know about it but why is it that we choose to sugarcoat that it's eternity it's eternity wrath punishment that stuff is real and it comes from god the loving god who gave us mercy in the form of jesus christ also has wrath stored up for all of the world and you guys might, you, might, you guys might wonder, like, why do we deserve infinite punishment? We deserve infinite punishment because God is infinitely good. Ne- imagine this, okay? Negative one multiplied by infinity is negative infinity. Therefore, we deserve infinite punishment for we sinned against an infinitely glorious and holy God. Um, but, you guys, the best part. Jesus Christ came to the earth. That is the good news. That is what gospel means. Gospel means good news. The good news is, in Ephesians 2, it says, But God, being rich in mercy because of the great love with which he loved us, even when we were dead in our trespasses, made us alive together with Christ. Romans 5.8 But God shows his love toward us in that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. When Christ died, what what do I mean when I said Christ died? Christ was pinned on a cross he was crucified the most brutal form of murder in the history of the world crucifixion he was flogged he carried the cross on his back up onto the mountain and the isaiah 53 tells us that he was pierced for our transgressions he was crushed for our iniquities and then upon him you guys upon him was the chastisement that brought us peace and by his wounds we are healed by his wounds John 3.17 says, For God did not send his Son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. That does not mean all people. That means the people that would repent and believe in Jesus. And that is the very last part, you guys. If we repent and believe in the blood of Jesus Christ on the cross, if we turn to God, when I say repent, I mean turn from sin, turn to God. Paul Washer, he, he uses this point a lot. He says, has God done such a work in you that you love the God you once hated and you hate the sin you once loved? And if we do that, friends, and we are reconciled back to God, reconciled means to restore the relationship that we broke. That is the gospel of Jesus Christ. And I, I we're going to be going into that. That's just what we believe Um, As Christians, that is what every single human being that is a Christian, or at least professes the name Christian, should believe. And uh, we're going to be going into that a lot more. Um, We're going to be talking about in this podcast, we're going to be talking about some more touchy topics, uh, things that you guys might want to hear about. Uh, We're going to be looking at passages. Um, One passage I have in mind is Isaiah 6. Uh, We'll be talking about complex ideas, the, the arguments of Calvinism and Arminianism. The argument of contemporary worship and how we should do those things um hunter you have anything else you want to say no other that uh other than that the true gospel
0: you know gospel comes from the greek i believe greek it's it's good news and the part of the gospel is it's good news well it needs to be like good for something like if the general idea of a nation and society is that they don't need to be saved from anybody. They don't need to hear good news that everything's just fine. Obviously it's not going to be good news to them. Like, obviously that doesn't matter, but the way it is, just as Neil said, Romans three twenty three, Romans three ten, Psalm 14, just there's none good. There's none who do righteous. No one is after God every human being, that's not just people under the Christian faith, It's people have sinned against the Holy God. And that's just how people are. That is, that is the nature of humanity after the fall. And the grace of God is a free gift. It's a glorious thing that Jesus Christ exists. And the thing about the gospel is for all of those to be true, for the love of Jesus, to even have meaning, you need to know about the wrath of God. They, Every aspect of the gospel needs to be preached fully in consistency, the the same exact way, and all points equally looked upon and considered and considered true. That's a big part of the gospel. You don't get to put extra emphasis on some parts. All of it deserves equal emphasis and preaching that to everybody because it fall, everyone was created by God, whether they acknowledge God's existence, whether they want to believe Jesus was a son and our savior, everyone was created by God and they, at least by very, by God's gracious mercy and love that they would hear the news of Jesus Christ. That's what it is with the gospel. Um, that's why we're here. We're, and yeah, the culture and biblical worldview, oftentimes more often than not do not line up. So that's one of the big parts of the podcast is we'd like to talk a lot of stuff that uh, the progressive church has embraced where they've uh, embraced the culture over what the Bible says. We want to just thing is we just want to see what the Bible says and what the Bible says very often does not match up with contemporary knowledge of the world. And we just want to bring the truth of the Bible. We believe the Bible is God-breathed, is amazing, and a gift of God. His his revelation and his words are a gift. It's such a blessing to have the Bible. And we don't believe in any versions like King James isn't corrupted and ESV is disgusting. I mean... The passage and message, I mean, that's
1: another topic. Yeah, we'll get into that too. Those aren't good
0: translations. We'll
1: get into that too. So um, I want to close up with two things here, you guys. Um, I'm going to read to you Zephaniah chapter 3. This is probably one of my favorite passages in the Bible. Sing aloud, O daughter of Zion. Shout, O Israel. Rejoice and exult with all your heart, O daughter of Jerusalem. The Lord has taken away the judgments against you. He has cleared away your enemies. The King of Israel, the Lord, is in your midst. You shall never again fear evil. On that day it shall be said to Jerusalem, Fear not, O Zion. Let your hands grow weak. The Lord your God is in your midst, a mighty one who will save. He will rejoice over you with gladness. He will quiet you by his love. He will exult over you with loud singing. I will gather those of you who mourn for the festival so that you will no longer suffer reproach. Behold, at that time I will deal with all of your oppressors I will save the lame and gather the outcast, and I will change their shame into praise and renown in all the earth. At that time, I will bring you in, at the time when I gather you together, for I will make you renowned and praised among all the peoples of the earth. When I restore your fortunes before your eyes, says the Lord. And as always, everybody, Charles Spurgeon said this, If sinners be damned, at least let them leap to hell over our dead bodies. And if they perish, let them perish with our arms wrapped around their knees. If hell must be filled, let it be filled in the teeth of our exertions, and let no one go unwarned or unprayed for. Thank you, guys. Amen.